Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. again to another edition of the Rifleman Radio Show on Appleseed Radio. The Rifleman Radio Show is brought to you by the Appleseed Project. And the Appleseed Project is sponsored by the Revolutionary War Veterans Association. And uh, if you're not familiar with it, no, we don't uh, we don't prance around in frilly shirts and uh, tri-cornered hats. We don't uh, uh, sip tea and yell out top of the morning to each other. What we do do is we do our best to honor the memories of those who came before us, those men and women who have sacrificed so much, uh, indeed even sacrificed their tomorrows so that we would have our todays. I'm talking about the men and women who stood together at the beginning of this nation on April 19, 1775, where it all began. And for eight long, bloody years afterwards, eight long, hard years. That's how long it took to get uh, this country 
up and rolling. And that was just rolling. Uh, there, were, uh, there was another decade before they had worked out uh, even uh, uh, just a, a few of the, uh, of the glitches. Uh, and we're constantly, to this day, continuing in this wonderful experiment of freedom and liberty in a nation uh, such a magnificent nation there's barely uh, uh, there's barely uh, a, a person in the world who is who does not get a, a certain feeling uh, uh, sometimes they're not all good but a certain feeling uh, whenever they hear of the United States of America and most people want that same those same freedoms and liberties that we have we are extremely unique on the face of the earth as a nation. No other nation has the freedoms and liberties that we have. So what do we do now? What do we do with those freedoms and liberties? Do we uh, Have we had enough of them? Are they basically just old hat uh, like those, uh, like say like those, those commercials about uh, rollover minutes. Is that the same thing, the same feeling that we should have about our freedoms and liberties? They're old. Oh, they're old. They're old freedoms and liberties. We don't need those. And if we don't feel that way, then how do we feel? And if we feel it's important, then what are we doing to ensure that those liberties and freedoms will still be here tomorrow when we wake up? Because that's pretty important. <clears throat> it's pretty important that somebody is minding the store, that somebody is making sure that those freedoms and liberties are still there when you get up in the morning. <clears throat> okay, let's, uh, let's get started, as we uh, always do, with a rundown of the upcoming shoots. I'm hoping that the uh, state coordinators uh, that are listening now will uh, call in. Not uh, you can wait just a few minutes before you get on the line to call in, uh, folks, to call in because I want to finish talking about uh, our freedoms and liberties. But uh, please, uh, if you're a state coordinator, hey, listen. You can be a state coordinator. You can be an instructor. Anyone. If you just had a shoot, I'd like you to call in so that we can hear about it. If you have shoots upcoming, uh, like if. Uh, uh, if Kadan's listening, or if he's not, if somebody would poke Kadan in the ribs, so he can call in and talk about the Manheim, Manheim shoot, uh, then please, uh, state coordinators, uh, I would welcome you to call in. Uh, our number is three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero. Same thing with the ambassadors, <clears throat> the Alpha ambassadors. Uh, if any of the ambassadors are listening, uh, if you would call in, or if you don't feel like calling in, just go into the chat room and uh, discuss uh, any needs uh, you might have there, and I'll try and keep an eye on the chat, and I'll relay those to, to the folks online. Uh, any needs that you have that uh, someone else may be able to, uh, to help with, same thing with state coordinators. <clears throat> All right, coming up this next weekend, July 18th and 19th, Mannheim, Pennsylvania. Katie Ann's going to be doing this uh, shoot. And uh, if you're anywhere in Pennsylvania, New York, Vermont, any of those states, uh, if you have a few minutes tonight, tomorrow night, uh, Thursday night, Friday night, 
do what you can. Get on, uh, get on the horn. Uh, call up folks that uh, have been to Appleseeds. Invite them to go to the Mannheim, uh, Pennsylvania shoot. Be sure and post it on community calendars. Uh, <clears throat> call uh, radio stations. Call television stations. Tell them if they want to see what's going on out in this nation, if they want to see uh, what Americans look like uh, at the range, this is a great place to do it. If they're afraid that uh, if they're afraid that apple seeders uh, are a group of uh, fanatic uh, militiamen, then they can uh, come to the Mannheim, Pennsylvania shoot and uh, learn some history learn how to correctly handle their rifles, and uh, I imagine K-Dan was going to cook them some lunch uh, Saturday and Sunday, too. So uh, it'll be a great uh, chance for them to see with their own eyes what the Alpha Pro Project is really about. So July 18th and 19th, Mannheim, Pennsylvania. And K-Dan, if, you uh, uh, if you're listening, be sure and call in to uh, tell us about the show and uh, – if anybody else is listening that uh, has Kadian's number, uh, give him a call and uh, tell him to call in because we would like to uh, we would like to hear about that. <clears throat> All right. Following Mannheim that same weekend is Miamisburg, Ohio, July 18th and 19th. Now there was a shoot at Fort White, Florida, on July 18th and 19th. That one has been uh, postponed. We're going to move it to another uh, date, and we'll let you know as soon as we get it moved. We'll let you know what date it is, and then we'll uh, do promo in it on it again. Because Florida is a great state for apple teeters, and uh, we want to make sure that they continue uh, pushing ahead full speed. Oxford, Kansas, uh, in parentheses, Wichita. So I assume it must be close to Wichita, July 18th and 19th. Peru, California, July 18th and 19th. And I like to take a chance, take a moment when I'm giving the locations and stuff out to talk to folks about uh, different locations and what's happening there. And uh, I want to tell you how proud I am and how proud you should be of the California crew and the work that they're doing out there, spreading the message, uh, awakening folks. The Californians out there. <clears throat> When people think about California, they think about San Francisco or L.A., uh, stuff like that. They think about uh, Hollywood and gangs. And uh, that, while that is a large vocal part of California, the real California, the real people of California are folks like Bob 210, uh, V, uh, all the rest of the guys out there who are the real people of California who have been uh, uh, trampled on by the loud uh, and the vocal minority out there pushing and shoving to get their way through, regardless of what the rest of the state wants. The real people of California have names like Bob 210. Those are the real people in California. And the people of California uh, are pushing the Alpha program ahead at a breakneck pace and uh, doing wonderful things out there. I can't say enough about it. Bob T. Ten is a stone. Uh, he's a rock of, of the Alpha program. And uh, God bless him and the work that he's doing in, in California and his crew that he's put together out there, a wonderfully professional crew and a model for the rest of the Apple Seed program. 
Proctor, Vermont, July 18th and 19th. Uh, if you're a uh, New Englander, then uh, Proctor is a great shoot. It's a great venue. Uh, I wish that I could be there. And uh, normally I'm up in that part of the state by now. I'm sure most of you heard that in uh, uh, a lapse, in a momentary lapse of uh, my of attention, I allowed myself to get busted up uh, just recently. Otherwise, I'd already be up there, and I'd be at the Proctor shoot. <clears throat> if you're in New England, uh, put this on your calendar. July 18th and 19th, Proctor, Vermont, this coming weekend. Winslow, New Jersey, July 18th and 19th. The week after that is Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, July 25th and 26th. Then Bridgeport, California, July 25th and 26th. Danville, Illinois, July 25th and 26th. El Paso Community College, and this is the El Paso uh, Law Enforcement Center, the indoor shooting range in El Paso, Texas, July 25th and 26th. I'm telling you, if you're in uh, <clears throat> West Texas and you know how hot it is, right now uh, there's a uh, wonderful heat wave across the nation. I- I'm sure that we in Texas here have no corner on the market. Uh, my days are regularly uh, 102 to 104. Uh, but it can be a, a a good deal hotter than that, depending on what you're doing. Uh, I was waiting in line to unload cattle uh, a few days ago, and I have one of the thermometers that tells what the outside temperature was. And just sitting there in the sun, the thermometer told me that the temperature was 141 degrees <clears throat> outside. That's just uh, from sitting there with the sun shining on the car, on the truck there. <clears throat> So, it's hot, okay? Enough said on that, but there's a chance, there's a remedy for this. The remedy is El Paso Community College, El Paso, Texas, July 25th and 26th. And why is this a remedy, you ask? Well, I'll tell you why, because it's an indoor shoot, okay? Climate controlled, nice, clean, uh, actually a very nice smelling uh, facility uh, run by a great guy there in uh, uh, if you are, if you're lucky, you'll have uh, Sam D and uh, Michael Schwartz. Uh, you'll be able to rub elbows with them. Two great instructors for the program, and, and just, just absolutely uh, down to earth, great guys. All right, when you meet these guys, uh, you'll know you've met a real American, a, a real person, and uh, you will be very happy that you've met them. They'll be happy that they met you. They'll return the favor, and. Uh, If you can get either one of these guys, if you can uh, get them down to a table for a few minutes and uh, get them to talk about uh, about events there, uh, that'll be another pleasant uh, surprise for you. Because these two guys, uh, between them, uh, probably know at least 75% of the the residents of of the western United States. And it's climate control, air condition. Gibsonburg, Ohio, July 25th and 26th. Halstead, Pennsylvania, July 25th and 26th. La Crescent, Minnesota, July 25th and 26th. Lodi, Wisconsin, July 25th and 26th. Perrier, Tennessee, July 25th and 26th. Reno, Nevada, July 25th and 26th. 
Riley, Indiana, July 25th and 26th. Simsbury, Connecticut, July 25th and 26th. Sioux Falls, South Dakota, July 25th and 26th. Carrollton, Kentucky, August 1st and 2nd. Enfield, New Hampshire, August 1st and 2nd. Uh, I'm going to try and make that shoot. Uh, I've got a uh, message from Mr. Barnes when I came in a while ago uh, uh, detailing the setting up of the shoot. It looks like he's done a great job. Uh, Mr. Barnes is the state coordinator, and uh, it looks like he's done a great job in setting it up, and we're hoping uh, for a good turnout there. Lakeport, California, August 1st and 2nd. Ottawa, Illinois, August 1st and 2nd. Stinson, West Virginia, August 1st and 2nd. Colebrook, Connecticut, August 8th and 9th. Elbridge, New York, August 8th and 9th. I imagine uh, I should be in New York at that time, and uh, I imagine I'll be at that event also. Fountain, Colorado, August 8th and 9th. Jericho, Vermont, August 8th and 9th. Jericho is a wonderful uh, location. It's a military base, and uh, absolutely beautiful there. I mean, absolutely beautiful. Uh, you're nestled uh, in between, uh, uh, in a uh, in a valley, nestled uh, sandwiched in the mountains there, <clears throat> and uh, the range goes out to 600 meters. And uh, at the same time, you'll be serenaded by the sounds of. Uh, uh, 50 caliber machine guns, saws, uh, you name it, and uh, it will be uh, pleasantly uh, singing in the hills around you during the shoot. Bennington, Vermont, August 15th and 16th. Bristol, Bristol, Wisconsin, August 15th and 16th. Calverton, New York, August 15th and 16th. Davila, Texas, August 15th and 16th. I should be back here by then in order to do that shoot. El Paso Community College, El Paso, Texas, August 15th and 16th. Once again, guys, this is an indoor range. So if you're worried about being out in the heat in West Texas in August, uh, then put away your fears. It's an indoor range. However, uh, I will add to that that because it's an indoor range, the line does not extend to infinity. There's only 21 positions. So if you want to make sure that you have a place on the line, what you'll need to do is go to appleseedinfo.org. Appleseedinfo.org. That's appleseedinfo, one word, dot org. O-R-G. <clears throat> That's the home page. In the top left corner, there will be a, a tab that says uh, Appleseed. Click on that tab. It'll uh, spring a pull-down menu. Go down the menu to Schedule. When you get to Schedule, click on Schedule. That will bring up a schedule of the events, uh, and they will be done by date and alphabetically by cities. <coughs> so you'll look down to the, uh, the uh, location that you want, find the location and the date that you want, then to the right of that will be two hot tabs. One says information. The information tab will be just that. It will give you information on the shoot, the location, how to get there, 
any special information you need, state laws, regulations, uh, anything like that. And then to the right of that will be a tab that says register. You want to make sure that you have a place online, click on that and register. <clears throat> that does two things. Number one, it lets us know that uh, you're going to be there. So it, we'll know how many instructors to schedule for the event, how much gear that we need to send for the event. We want to make sure that we have a good instructor-to-student ratio. And the only way that we can be sure of that is if you pre-register so that we know how many people are going to be there and we can detail the number of instructors that we need to send to the event. Number two, it guarantees you a place on the line. The last thing you want to do is wait to the last second, have all your gear and everything packed, <clears throat> drive up, and uh, they say, wow, uh, it's filled. Okay, it's filled up. Uh, you're welcome to uh, you know, put up a chair and watch us shoot, but you won't be able to shoot. Hmm, that's not good. So if you want to make sure you have a place on the line, go to appleseedinfo.org. Top left corner of the page, it says Apple Seed. Click on that drop-down menu. Click on Schedule out of the drop-down menu. Find the event and the date, the location and the date that you would like to go to. Click on Register. That takes you to the third-party software we use for this. That's uh, Eventbrite. And then pre-register for the event. That way we have enough instructors there. We've got enough material, gear, T-shirts, targets, etc., and you have a guaranteed place on the line. So we all get helped out by that. <clears throat> Lewiston, Indiana, uh, Lewiston, Idaho, sorry, August 15th and 16th. Mannheim, Pennsylvania again, uh, August 15th and 16th. Montpelier, Virginia, August 15th and 16th. Oxford, Kansas, Oxford, Kansas, also listed as Wichita, August 15th and 16th. Raton, New Mexico. That's at the NRA Whittington Center. Listen, if you want to be outside, you want to be in the great outdoors in August, out west, this is a place you need to be. Raton is absolutely breathtaking. Uh, and uh, imagine if you, uh, if you give it a go now, you could probably also get one of the uh, cabins that they have there. I don't know how easy it is to get them during the summer months. But they have cabins uh, that you could rent there right right near the Whittington Center. Uh, so you can have a nice cabin you can retire to after they shoot each night. <clears throat> and uh, it's absolutely beautiful. And the, even in August, the air will be dry. I imagine it will be uh, a bit toasty during the day. But uh, you know how it is out west. Uh, it's uh, nice and warm during the day. As the sun goes down, then you can reach in uh, to your car, get your uh, apple seed hooded sweatshirt, and put it on even in August. <clears throat> Sacramento, California, August 15th and 16th. Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania, August 15th and 16th. Botanyu, North Dakota, Botanyu, 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 uh, it's one of those, August 23rd, 22nd to 23rd. Fenton, Michigan, August 22nd and 23rd. Gibsonburg, Ohio, August 22nd and 23rd. Uh, Jaffrey, Jaffrey, New Hampshire, 
Live Free or Die rally. That's uh, This is a mini. I guess it's just informational here on the uh, the event calendar. Uh, it's just going to be, uh, I guess, part of the Live Free or Die rally uh, there in New Hampshire. Uh, for information on that, you can go to AppleSeedInfo.org. Top left-hand corner, you'll see Appleseed. Click on it on the drop-down menu. You will see schedule of events. <clears throat> go down to the August uh, 22nd and 23rd area. Look for Jaffrey, New Hampshire. To the right of that will be an information billet, a uh, hot link there. Click on that and get the information you need for the uh, Live Free or Die rally. Van Etten, New York, August 22nd and 23rd. Osage Beach, Missouri, August 22nd and 23rd. Peru, California, August 22nd and 23rd. Sherburne, Louisiana, August 22nd and 23rd. This is going to be the uh, second event for Louisiana. Listen, the guys in Louisiana are hot to go. Uh, They've got a great group of uh, excited folks there. The state is just uh, getting ready to tip over into a full run. I'm going to be there. Uh, I'm sure Mark Alonso will be there. I bet Pop, Respiratory Pop, is going to be there. There's going to be a lot of the Texas crew that is going to run over to Louisiana for this event, and uh, we're going to have a real hoedown. We're going to talk them into cooking for us. <clears throat> if you're anywhere near Louisiana, Texas, on uh, August 22nd and 23rd, then the place to be is right in the middle of a swamp in Sherburn, Louisiana, where it's nice and hot and muggy. And there's 100 million mosquitoes and another great place to hear the story. Fresno, California, August 29th and 30th. Gardnerville, Nevada, August 29th and 30th. Harvard, Massachusetts, August 29th and 30th. Miamisburg, Ohio, August 29th and 30th. Racine, Wisconsin, August 29th and 30th. Rama, Colorado, August 29th and 30th. Vail, Oregon, August 29th and 30th. All right. That gives all the current events uh, for this month and to the end of August. Once again, uh, and we encourage you to to do this uh, as far ahead as it will go. Uh, the minute we put one up for 2010, the time to get registered is the minute we put it up. That's the time to get registered for it. That's the time to lock your seat in. That's the time to lock your mind into it. <clears throat> you can get registered as far ahead as uh, as we haven't posted. You can go ahead and uh, get registered. <clears throat> Even if you are uh, active duty military, uh, if you're a woman, if you're a child, and you're going to go to one of these events, even if it's free, then we want you to go ahead and pre-register. That lets us know, as I said, well ahead of time, uh, how much gear we need to send to a location, uh, how many instructors we need to have ready. So if you are uh, if you are considering any of the events any time in the future, Go to AppleseedInfo.org, AppleseedInfo.org. That's our homepage. The top left corner, you will see Appleseed. Click on that. That's a drop-down menu. On that menu is another tab that says Schedule. 
click on Schedule, and that will take you to the scheduling page. On that page, you will look up the uh, location that you desire, and then the date. You will have to the right of that. You'll have the information and the pre-registration tab. I encourage you to pre-register to help all of us out. Uh, start help filling these events out. Uh, the other thing that it does <clears throat> is that if you go ahead and get pre-registered, if the folks that are going are pre-registering, if it looks like an event is going to uh, sell out before the date, we will do everything within our power to secure additional line for the shoot. I'm not going to say that we always get it. Some events uh, have a, only a finite amount of space, and once it's gone, it's gone. But if it's at all possible, we will attempt to secure uh, additional line for the shoot, even if it means uh, uh, essentially having two shoots the same day at the same place. We've done it before, and we'll be glad to do it again. Uh, we've got no qualms about uh, uh, rustling up the Ready Reaction team, which is a group of guys we have at Appleseed uh, who uh, sit around with their pagers, and uh, whenever their pagers go off, they grab their go bags, and they get on the plane, and they take off for wherever it is we ask them to go. we got no qualms about uh, firing up the ready reaction force and sending them to a location if we've got enough folks to do it. But we will only know that they're needed if you pre-register. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> that is the uh, current schedule. Now, we're going to talk for uh, uh, a few minutes before you start calling in. I'm going to give you the number. I think that uh, I'm looking at the chat here. I think that uh, I think it has already been listed on here. Uh, and once again, thanks to all of the folks uh, in the, uh, the chat room. Thanks to all of the instructors who always show up there and uh, who are always uh, lending their experience and uh, helping everyone else out. I see... Uh, Aftermath, Aromatic, Ashran, uh, B964, Brother Mark, Captain G, uh, GJ Williams Jr., uh, Jim TV, K Dan, and uh, let me see, I guess that's not all of them. Old Grunt and CMD. Thank you to all you guys for uh, for coming in uh, and always devote, devoting additional time, another two hours during the week, to helping out the show. Uh, you guys, you guys are the rocks of apple seed. <clears throat> All right, I uh, I titled this week's show "These Are the Times That Try Men's Souls," and it it seems that they are. Uh, I mean, with each passing day, uh, bringing us a new emergency that has to be dealt with before anything else can even be considered. We have these emergencies. Oh, we're running out of money. The country is collapsing. Emergency. Emergency. Uh, swine flu. Emergency. Emergency. Global warming. Emergency. Emergency. On and on and on. One emergency after the other. Each one so uh, so important, so uh, so earth-shattering that th that emergency has to be dealt with before anything else can even be considered or talked about or, or, or thought about. Uh, it, it's an emergency. 
senators passing unbelievable spending bills without even reading them. Did you hear what I said? Passing uh, unbelievable spending bills without even reading them. Billions and billions, some say trillions of dollars that are missing. I'm not talking about uh, uh, a page missing here or there. We're talking about trillions of dollars missing once the government handed it out. And guess what? No one really even has a clue as to where the money went, and uh, no one is really even worrying about trying to find out where it went. Emergency! Emergency! Now we have a another uh, current emergency. A, a, an unbelievable bill accepting the blame for it and attempting to uh, actually change the weather of the planet we live on. I'm going to paraphrase uh, Doc Holliday in the, uh, that movie Tombstone. Our arrogance knows no bounds. We're accepting the blame. America is accepting the blame for changing the weather of the planet we live on. It couldn't be the sun. Obviously, it's us. We're idiots. My young kids... I've got five young girls. <clears throat> Guess what? My six-year-old already owes $50,000 in American debt. She just learned how to spell debt. $50,000 in American debt. If you have a child tomorrow, that child is going to owe $50,000 from the day it was born. And, oh, yes, the interest will compound. And there is no end in sight. Foreign governments. Foreign governments, knowing they can push us around, shove us around, push the United States back and forth like a bunch of bullying kids on an unsupervised schoolyard because our leaders currently provide no leadership. The courts, American courts, in a flat-out end run to complete their final transformations from interpreters of the law to law-making entities themselves, thereby circumventing the system of checks and balances set up to protect the citizens of this country from runaway courts making laws instead of enforcing them court system, which continues to be a haven, by the way, for criminals, and an Iroquois gauntlet for uh, victims of crime. And this is all presided over by completely shameless and irresponsible media that uses the most powerful of mediums in the world to shill for the voices that wish to destroy our nation stumbling and, and shoving each other in a drunken bid to be the providers of the most outrageous and irresponsible news on the face of the planet, while for money as much pain and strife as is inhumanely possible. That's right, this is the media doing this themselves. You know that movie, the Wag the Dog, 
you know, if you watch it, you can kind of laugh at the, you can laugh uh, at the improbability of it. However, right in the middle of watching it, you realize that it is no longer an improbability. In matter of fact, it is almost a certainty that this is happening. Almost a certainty that this is happening. When America is destroyed, you can lay the, the, the blame directly at the foot of the media. Directly at the foot of the media, who don't care how many good events went on each day, who could care less about Medal of Honor winners, who could care less about a single good deed done, when they can promote strife, when they can give pain, when they can tell lies. That's why the rest of the world hates us. Because of the, the wonderful uh, information put out by the media. And listen, if there is a race problem in America, and it seems that there is, It's the uh, aforementioned media, which places a tiny coal of trouble, a little tiny burning ember of trouble, into a handful of, uh, of shavings, and then nurtures and, and blows on the coal until they have a full-blown raging fire they can preside over like, like psychotic parents, beaming with pride over, uh, uh, over, uh, over their young kid who has committed his first violent murder, just as they hoped he would. An immigration problem. Oh, uh, uh, this is the elephant in the room right here. Where uh, America is uh, committing suicide, genocide, from within. While the media and the government officials lament about the illegals simply desiring a, a better life, which I, I have no doubt that they do. I have no doubt that they do. Uh, who would not want a better life? There's people all over the world that want a better life. And there are people in America who don't want a worse life. The list of unintended consequences from this massive wave of illegal immigration, it's not just long, it's endless, it's infinite. And let me repeat what I said. I didn't say a massive wave of immigration. I said a massive wave of illegal immigration fomented by illegal immigrants, not just immigrants as they're continuously referred to in the media. <clears throat> and this is all uh, overseen uh, by a leader who who assures us that the stimulus bill is working exactly as it was meant to work. 
in that's when they can take time out from their whirlwind uh, country to country apology tour where it seems that we have to apologize for everything we've done. We have to apologize for being uh, a bastion of freedom and liberty in the world. And if you think that I'm, uh, if you think that I'm uh, looking at any certain uh, party, that I'm blaming any certain party for this, please don't be, please don't be mistaken. Okay, they're all equally shameful, equally worthless. At the Appleseed events that you'll go to, uh, we never talk about politics. Uh, And I'm not talking about uh, politics or icebergs tonight because that's what we're going to talk about because it's not. Uh, I'm just giving you a uh, rundown on what's happening right now in uh, our nation. And the reason I'm doing that is because something needs to be done. And who is going to do it? Because it seems that the people that we expect to do something about it have too many other things on their plate uh, to do it right now. So that leaves us. That leaves us. I've mentioned this before, that if you think that someone else is working uh, toward safeguarding your freedoms and liberties, then think again. If you think that your mother and father are doing it, if you trust them to do it, you're wrong. If you trust your, uh, your husband or your wife to do it, you're wrong. If you trust your kids to do it, or the neighbors, or uh, uh, or your uh, your milkman, or the cable repair guy, you're wrong. If you trust them to safeguard your freedoms and liberties, why don't you just hand them your checkbook too? If you gave them your checkbook, the only thing you would lose would be your money. Right now, it seems that a lot of us are handing them something much more important than that. Even if you have no money, you still have freedom. You still have liberties. You still have the chance to start over and do it again, build everything again from the bottom up to be a success again. So why don't you hand them your money? Why don't you let them take care of your money? Because in your mind, you're the person who knows best how to spend your money. Am I correct? You're the person who knows best how to spend your money. And you are the person who should be watching out for your freedoms and your liberties. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness has never been a guaranteed right and never will be. 
It's a right, just like all the others, that sits there defenseless. It sits there defenseless, waiting to be defended by the people that believe in it. The right to free speech, the right to peaceably assemble, the right to keep and bear arms, all of these rights, it's just a, an abstract idea placed on paper. It had no ability whatsoever to defend itself. It depends on you and I to defend it, to safeguard and preserve those liberties. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is not a right. It's a sacred contractual agreement between you and this nation. That you'll do everything within your power, every waking moment, to ensure that those rights do not disappear. If you don't want to wake up tomorrow as a serf, as a servant then you better start doing your part of the contract. And how do you do that? You talk to your senators, you talk to your congressmen, you talk to your neighbors, you talk to your kids, you talk to your mother, you talk to your father. You make sure that your senators and your congressmen know what your wishes are that they know what your needs are, that they know what is a deal-breaker and what's not. When you go to an Appleseed event, you're going to learn a lot about the skills that's uh, required for shooting, the fundamentals of rifle marksmanship. You're going to learn a lot about April 19, 1775. You're going to learn about a lot about American heritage. What we won't talk to you about is politics. No one will ever tell you who to vote for, what to vote for at an Appleseed event. If they do, you get on the computer and you send me a message, or you send one to uh, Funfail, or you send one to Sam D. Uh, you get on the horn, and you let one of us know if somebody's doing that, because we're never going to do that. That's not our job. That's not our mandate. Our mandate, though, is to tell you that you have that responsibility, that you have a responsibility. We're not going to tell you what uh, you need to tell your senator or your congressman, how you're going to vote on any issue, okay? You're a grown man, a grown woman. You know what your needs are. You, need what you know what your, uh, your wants are. You decide how you're going to vote, but you're going to get out and vote. You're going to talk to your senators and your congressmen. You're going to let them know what your wishes are. That's how this country works. Uh, It doesn't run on autopilot. It has been, and it turns out that it's not doing such a great job uh, right now doing that. Things are getting rusty. Things are breaking. Uh, it's in need. The country is in need of some maintenance. 
the country is in need of preservation. And we need your help for that. <clears throat> okay. As I said, if you uh if you go to an event and somebody's gonna get if somebody is uh uh is expressing some political uh views or trying to oppress their uh, views on you, uh you send a note to, uh, like I said, myself or, or Sam D or Fun Failer and let us know. Uh, I have never seen it happen. I've been to dozens and dozens and dozens of apple seeds across the country. Never seen it happen. I'm not saying that it won't. But I'm saying if it does, you let one of us know and we'll take care of it. <clears throat> We're not there to tell you uh, what to do once you have awoken. We're just there to wake you up. We're uh, we're like a huge uh, a huge dispatch organization of dispatch riders dispersing across the nation in a Paul Revere fashion, waking people up and reminding them what their job is. Their job is to ensure the preservation of our freedoms and liberties, not to depend on anyone else to do it to ensure that they're doing it themselves, to actually take the time to look up and find out what those freedoms are, what those liberties are, the real freedoms, the real liberties, not the wise tales of what they are, but the real freedoms and liberties that you own in this nation. <clears throat> All right. Karen, welcome to the show. I see you're you're doing a great job of uh, as you usually do, putting the numbers out. Karen's put the number out in chat, and I'll uh, I'll give it to the folks that are listening here. It's three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero. And uh, if you'd like to call in, we'd love to have you because we'd like to. Uh, I'd like to hear from some of the state coordinators, uh, also from the ambassadors, and uh, and just anyone uh, who cares to uh, call in and make a comment or uh, or has something to say or has a question. We would love to uh, speak with you. <clears throat> and uh, we're going to take the first call right now. Area code 812, uh, you're on the air. Area code 812. Hey, Scout. Hey, who is this? This is Hawk Haven out in Indiana. Hey, Hawk, how are you doing? I'm hanging in there. I, uh, as I was going through the... Uh, upcoming events. I heard that uh, that sound, uh, the you got mail sound, and I thought it was from you, but I couldn't read it and talk at the same time. So I'm guessing you're here to tell me what you wrote. So yeah. sing out. Uh, 25th and 26th of July, we've got a combined IBC and Appleseed at uh, Riley, Indiana. Okay. We've now, how are, you gonna, a... how are you doing that? Are you running the? Uh, are people getting there early for the IBC? No, we're running them concurrent, uh, big facility, and uh, we're turning the range over to the Appleseed, and we're using the clubhouse and the other facilities for the IBC. Okay, well, how do the uh, – normally, uh, Hawk Haven's talking about the IBC, which is the instructor boot camp, and uh, normally uh, the way that we run those is we'd have one – we'd have a uh, the IBC on the weekend – 
before the the apple seed, and that way we we could instruct the uh, the instructors, and then they would teach at the coming apple seed. But I guess they're not going to do that at this one, right? Right. We've got a big pool of folks here that are asking for an IBC, so we had a large facility. We said, well, we've already got it. We'll use it. Well, that sounds good because uh, you guys are doing a great job up there. And well, let's see, the next one would be two weeks later, right? Yeah. Okay. So they'll have uh, uh, they'll have two weeks instead of one week to bone up on their on their work, and then somebody, and then they will have a chance uh, to have a chance to show that at the uh, apple seed on the let's see, that the seventh? No, that's the uh, when is the apple seed after that one? It's 26th, August 15th and 16th. Right. Is that right? I believe so. I'm not from a calendar right now. 8th and 9th. August 8th and 9th. 9th. Okay. Okay. And we've got folks coming from Missouri um, and uh, some Illinois folks I heard are coming over. And uh, it's, it's right off I-70, so it's real convenient for Ohio, Illinois, Kentucky, Michigan, Wisconsin, that whole whole string of folks to hop on the interstate and zip on over. Okay. Uh, I see somebody has said on here that I dropped. Can you, uh, can the folks, can you guys in the chat still hear me? I mean, we're still in the air. Well, even if we're not. All right, so, uh, uh, how many pre-regs do you have for the event coming up? Uh, we've got 15 shooters for the Appleseed and somewhere between 5 and 10 for the IBC right now. 5 and 10, that's great. <clears throat> we can keep working on that and see if we can't get you a few more because uh, that would be great uh, to get a group of uh, uh, at least a dozen guys uh, that you could burn into uh, instructors at that next event, that would be absolutely great for you guys. Yeah, our Lafayette April 18-19 uh, shoot this year had nine IITs come out of the one shoot. So this is going to be their first available IBC, and it's just down the road. So we've got a, a large pool of available folks, so we're making it available to to everybody that wants to come on over. How many instructors in uh, Indiana right now? Uh, we've got one master instructor, uh, I think six full instructors, uh, four shoot bosses, and I think 19 IITs in various configurations. Okay. Uh, keep talking for a second. Sure. I'm going to use your talking for me to try and uh, do some. So we've, we've got a large pool we're building up this year to build on our success. We've uh, more than doubled our shoots from last year. Uh, we're at 17 so far for this year. I'm getting literally weekly calls of people offering up either private property or existing ranges for shoots yet this year. Um, we've got the, pretty much the western half of the state covered. The northeast is doing pretty good. We're concentrating on the uh, east, central, and southeast is, is where we're targeting for growth for the rest of this year and next. So next year we'll be looking at 30 to 40 shoots here in Indiana, and we'll need a big instructor pool, um, shoot boss pool to, to service all the shoots. Wow. I'm, uh, there we go. I'm trying to pull the uh, switchboard back up. Oh, okay. Uh, for some reason, uh, 
uh, Blog Talk uh, dumped part of the uh, uh, part of the show stuff. So right in the middle of it here, we uh, I lost the switchboard, so I'm trying to get that back up while I'm talking to you. That's why I'm trying to get you to talk and, okay. <laughs> and fill so, it uh, for me. Yeah, Indiana's doing doing uh, what I think reasonably well in, in growing the program here. Uh, we've been sending instructors out to the other states to help out where we can. Uh, a few of us made the trek to Wyoming earlier in June to to uh, see the program out there, and that was a great trip out to uh, Jackson Hole. I love uh, Jackson Hole. Oh, Jackson Hole is a great place to go to. Uh, I'm in the woods right now, but uh, you know, when I was a kid, I spent a lot of time there, and uh, <clears throat> we lived with one of the uh, the local uh, guides there, and mm-hmm. uh, so it was like a uh, you know it was like a, a, per- a perfect fantasy you know uh, life for a kid. We uh, we goofed around on the weekdays, and then on the week uh, you know during the weeks days we would uh, uh, be on uh, river trips, um, hunting guide trips, either on the Snake River or mm-hmm. uh, up in the mountains on horseback, and on the weekends we'd be part of a uh, the town at the time was very small, and uh, I think they just had, uh, I don't remember the number of people, but it was very small. It's and, still uh, small. Is it? Yeah. it's just, Well, they're, 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 so much of the land is federally owned around there, there's not a lot of room for growth. Right. So, right. And there was the town, you could just about, just about throw a rock across it. And uh, <laughs> on the weekends, we were part of the... Uh, uh, the Old West, uh, you know, they w- we put on shows mm-hmm. uh, for the tourists and stuff. We had the shootouts and uh, jail breaks and uh, stuff like that. It was it was just a great time. Uh, the guy that we were staying with, his father owned a bar there in town called uh, the Silver Dollar Saloon. And uh, I think it's still there, if I remember right. Is it? Yeah, I and I remember they he got. He got thrown out of there one night because I guess he had been drinking and, uh, well, I don't know if he guessed. I know he'd been drinking. <laughs> and uh, rode his horse into the bar and tried to get it to jump up on to, on top of the bar. <laughs> and uh, it was his dad's place, but his dad threw him out and uh, told him never to come back. So, But it was a great, uh, it was a great town for a young boy. <clears throat> All right, I've got the... Uh, I've got the switchboard back up. If you guys would like to call in at 347-308-8790. Kate Ann, I'd like you to uh, to call in, if you would, to uh, talk about the Mannheim shoot, too. And, uh, of course, anybody else that would like to call in, any other state coordinators, uh, if Mr. Barnes, if you are listening, uh, we'd like for you to call in. Ed, uh, if you would uh, like to call in, we'd be glad to speak with you, too. Anybody, Nickel, if you're out there, <clears throat> any of the state coordinators or uh, any of the ambassadors, if you guys would like to call in, uh, then we would like to hear a report from your state and also any requests you have for anything you need. And Hawk, how can we help you out? No, we're in good shape. Uh, just getting the word out for the IBC and the, and the Appleseed. Um, in two weeks, we've got a mini Appleseed next weekend at Cloverdale, which is a Almost turned into a, into a DAR force. We have almost monthly uh, activities there. Um, the monthly minis, m- either minis or full apple seeds. Or full apple seeds. The you mini is a great. Uh, it's a great chance 
for folks who come to an apple seed without uh, having to put out any money or having to commit to two days. A lot of people don't know what they're getting into, and they're they're uh, they're loath to commit to two long days uh, before they know something about it. So they'll come to a mini, and sometimes uh, you know they they'll just stay for a couple of hours, or uh, some people will stay for the whole mini. Regardless, they'll see what it is then, and then. Uh, uh, almost every case, almost every time I've somebody has been to a mini, I would say 99.99%. Uh, the next time I see them is at a regular event. Yeah, we're seeing the same thing. It's a great recruiting tool. Yep, they always they always show up for it after they've come to a mini. Yep, and it's great for our IITs. It's a great way to hone and practice their skills. <clears throat> um, it's just uh, it's good for everybody. The club's picking up members, from what I hear, so everybody wins. That's great. Uh, OG, you can call in, too. we got room for you. <laughs> <clears throat> so, K-Dan, OG, uh, I see that OG is going to buy an RV and just hit the uh, trail full-time. Well, that sounds great. Hey, if I could do that, I would. I meet so yeah. many good people on the trail. Every shoot I go, it doesn't matter if it's Kentucky, Tennessee, Florida, Wyoming, wherever I go or another instructor comes in from out of state, they're all good people, and the shooters likewise. Well, yeah, and if I was a uh, if I was a young man again, I guarantee you, young single man, that is, <laughs> I guarantee you uh, I would be doing it. I'd find, I don't, I'd find some way uh, to survive. I'm sure that I could... Uh, uh, between getting Fred to pay for the gas, uh, scrounging around at the tables, uh, you know, just looking hungry at yeah. the end of the apple seeds and walking around and talking to people and just stand there and stare at their food until they give you some. Hey, I can uh, offer more elk steaks and uh, so on and so forth that shoots than I want to talk about. Yeah, you could live you could live that life, and what a great life it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, just going from event to event. Uh, Meeting uh, new Appleseed folks, woo! It'd be great for a young person. Now, me thinking about it right now, doing it, it just sends a cold shiver up my back. <laughs> Tell you what, we had a, a young gentleman just graduated high school at the last uh, Cloverdale shoot. He came out to learn to shoot and uh, enjoyed himself. And he said, "Well, I want to get involved, but I'm going to Colorado next year. What are you going to be doing?" He said, "I'm going to gunsmithing school." I said. You're not going to find a better group to get hold of than Appleseed because we're going to, you know, we, you're instantly networked wherever you go in the country. You want to go to Colorado? Hey, we got contacts in Colorado already. You know, you can get plugged in. <laughs> and have, have you heard from him? Yeah, he's going to be at the uh, at the Riley shoot in two weeks. Him and his dad both. That sounds great. I'm going to bring somebody else on with his hawk. Uh, Pop, is that you on the line? That's me, Scout. How you doing? I'm just dandy. How are you doing? Yeah, oh, we're good down here. A little warm, but I haven't. Uh, I've been busy on Tuesday nights for the last umpteen weeks, and this is the first time I've been able to to listen in for a while. So. Well, I, I figured you must have been busy because usually you're uh, usually you're the first one on the telephone. That's right. Which surprises me because I know you're not a man who likes to. Uh, who really likes to chew the fat or talk to anybody or anything like that? No, heavens, no, man. I'm, I'm busy. I'm kind of a introvert. Yeah. You know how I am. 
Yeah, you got Oh, yeah, I know exactly how you are. Yeah, if you you better give yourself four to five hours to for a Walmart trip. <laughs> a Walmart trip. <laughs> yeah, because I know oh. you're going to know everybody in the Walmart, and even those people you don't know. Pop, this is uh, Respiratory Pop on the line with me. He's uh, the uh, uh, Corpus Christi Corpus Christi instructor. And uh, forget for those of you who haven't met Respiratory Pop, he's one of those people who just uh, he's never met a stranger and. Uh, he does a great job for the program by uh, word of mouth. And let me tell you, he's, he's got some miles with that uh, word of mouth thing going. <laughs> and I mean that in the best way, Pop. Well, I, I, really, I haven't talked to anybody at Appleseed, you know, like uh, a, a few emails back and forth from a few folks. But I, I just hadn't heard how you were doing since your, uh, your untimely demise. And, uh, hey, don't say it like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm doing rumors. a little bit better. Uh, the uh, the broken ribs uh, are not uh, nearly as uh, painful as they were. Uh, believe me, they they're still there. And uh, anytime I forget about it, they are more than happy to remind me. And uh, the arm, uh, you know, I busted up my left arm I crushed the bones on the end of the the arm and uh, wow. they tried to get it they tried to get it to work without doing anything and they couldn't uh, it was just too messed up and uh, so they peeled back all the skin and they uh, put in a bunch of plates and pins uh, to hold okay. the bones in place and uh, the concussion I just uh, The headache really hasn't stopped since it happened, Mm. Uh, but I, I guess it just uh, it seems it it seems kind of normal now, you know, to have a headache. Uh, But other than that, everything's just perfect. Just perfect. Well, I I knew I knew that much. Well, so. uh, I was thinking about maybe coming up in August uh, to Davila. I'm going through Davila withdrawals. I haven't been up there since uh, the first weekend of March. That's too long. Well, people have been asking about you. They've been wondering where you were. And uh, listen, yeah. how's your son doing? Oh, Sally, she's over there talking right now. You know, that's where I get it from. No, no, your son. Oh, son. I was. You said my my other half. Yeah, Dylan's doing fine. He's up there in Bellingham, Washington. You know, just uh, uh, he did a lot of apple seeding. Uh, I guess the the up until May, and uh, I think Mom was trying to get him to slow down just a little bit. But he'll be back at it this fall, I'm sure. Well, and, good. Uh, Listen, Pop, have you scrounged up anybody to help you there in Corpus? Uh, we're just trying to develop the program down here, and so I, I don't have any new shoots scheduled right now. I'm trying to figure out when I want to schedule one. I talked with uh, Kevin, uh, BDG down in the valley, and uh, we uh, we both feel the same way about Davila. Like uh, you know, we're going through withdrawals, and well, you guys so, come on up for a shoot, and then we'll, uh, then we'll all get together and do a shoot in Corpus, and then get one down in his area too. Yeah. And and there is a possibility coming up about that, uh, but we we uh, do want to try to do at least two this fall, 
and so uh, I think that will probably happen. Uh, recall, I told you about the young man, 17 years old, homeschooled. Right, that's who I was hoping uh, that you would start uh, dragging under your wing to give you hey, a hand with the uh, Check, check with this the city. out. He called me uh, two nights ago and said, Hey, Papa, I hate to bother you, but I was wondering, uh, i got a friend whose dad has 500 acres up here near Mathis, which is just oh, an hour north of, all, of Corpus, and, uh, and they want to hold an apple seed. What do you think? Well, yeah, hey. let's do it. <laughs> let's get it set That's up. Hawk, who is who is uh, who is doing the promo for you right now? All of us. Uh, uh, do you have a certain yeah. person with your crew that's doing it? No, uh, actually, no. It's just uh, just me here in Corpus and uh, uh, Kevin down the valley. And uh, uh, there's uh, I've met a couple of people here in Corpus who. Uh, uh, you've probably seen the, the handle of Getty's uncle uh, on, on the forum, uh, a new guy who shot with us uh, here in May, and uh, I really like him. Uh, uh, he's going to come along. He's a pharmacist uh, here in Corpus, and, uh, of course, a lot of his weekends are taken up, but uh, uh, we're going to get together and do a little shooting here coming up pretty quick, and uh, I'll bring him along. I think he'll help out a lot. Um and, okay. Uh, well, what I was asking Hawk though too, uh, if if Hawk, if you have somebody in particular that is helping uh, you with uh, your crew with promo. No, our instructors and IATs all all pitch in. Uh, they see a target of opportunity pop up. They stick their hand up and say, uh, like two weeks ago, there was a tea party up in Valparaiso. You know, can can we get some supplies and show up? And uh, we cranked out a regional flyer for all the shoots in uh, Michigan, Illinois, Northern Ohio, and Indiana. And they handed out 150, 200 flyers with uh, SWAT magazine articles and, you know, supposedly did a real good job with it. We're blessed with enough folks here in the state that uh, care and uh, pitch in. You know, they, they, we've asked them to step forward. They've done that. So, oh, no, it's not any one person. That sounds good. Uh, let's see. Who... Let me see here. Somebody just called in, uh, area code 607, and uh, before I could get to it, I think that they hung up. So if you'll call back up area code 607 or 604, whatever it was, call back in, and uh, we'll get you on the air when you call in. Uh, Sam, welcome to the show. How you doing, Scott? I'm just dandy. Uh, welcome to the show. I got Pop and uh, Hawk Haven here with me. So we'd all like to welcome you in here and uh, just jump on into the conversation. How are things going in New Mexico? Oh, real good, real good. We're uh, getting ready to set up another shoot here in Alamogordo because I have a horrible problem. And I got more IITs than I have shoots. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that that is a... Uh, that would be a welcome problem, because uh, uh, as long as they're pretty close, is there if they're if the folks are pretty close is what I mean. Uh, it would be great to have them come to all of the events. Now we can't, the organization can't pay for folks uh, for a for ten IITs uh, at each event, but uh, if you're 
if you're an IIT and you're trying to build up your game and, and become a better instructor, then uh, it behooves you to jump in your car and uh, and head on over to the chute, uh, you know, yourself uh, until you can, you know, until you get uh, up to instructor status to make all the shoots that you can. Uh, we're only going to okay X number of IITs, usually uh, one or two IITs for an event, you know, that we can pay for their expenses and stuff. But uh, th- but any time an IIT wants to go to an event, uh, like here in uh, Davila, we've been very lucky that uh, a lot of times we'll have, uh, uh, you know, a whole train load of IITs. We've had as many as 11 or 12 IITs here before, uh, you know, for some of the events, some of the larger events. <coughs> and uh, We're pretty fortunate. We can get... We can get a few of them up here with just a couple hours drive, and I can I can give them some floor space, and we'll we'll have a shoot for them to work at. Okay, and uh, I see Karen is getting ready to uh, leave, and uh, I want to tell her thank you as always. She's always uh, uh, appreciated for all the work that she does here. She's she's just leaving the the program. She's not leaving the planet or anything. But uh, thank you, Karen, for the work that you do here. We sure appreciate it. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead, uh, Sam. No, it's uh, it's quite all right. You know, we need to uh, need to make sure we thank Karen and the rest of the folks that that are out there doing good stuff for us. There's a lot of them, and and uh, they deserve every bit of praise we can give them. Right. She does a great job. Uh, she's starting to mention an apple seed. We're still trying to uh, uh, rig one up that uh, we can bring her to. She does a great job uh, helping us here on the program and uh, and spreading the appleseed word. You know, she's an appleseed ambassador without even uh, without uh, any uh, other prompting. And uh, and talking about that, I want to mention that uh, that we are uh, right at the uh, uh, nineteen thousand uh, listener mark for the program this year. Which is quite a few souls. Uh, I know that uh, you know a lot of us are regulars, but uh, I know that all 19,000 of the listeners aren't regulars. So I want to thank everybody who's tuning into the program and uh, and listening and learning about the history of uh, America, learning about the American heritage, and then doing their bit to preserve. Uh, the liberties and freedoms our country offers to them. I was uh, reading on the board about the uh, wanting to come on an extra night every week just to give some uh, shooting education. I think that'd be great. I'd like yeah, to see some like of those do, folks that... Yeah, that's exactly on. right. What I would like to do is have a, an additional night <clears throat> that we come on, and uh, on that night, uh, have it be uh, mainly a shooting uh, discussion, and uh, it uh, some of the programs may not even be live. We may just uh, pre-record them, and uh, some of them just may be archived shows, which means they'll just show up. Uh, like uh, if you want to, uh, if you want to talk about calling the line, then uh, you can, or if you want to learn about calling the line. You would just go to the archives and look up Calling the Line, and then you would play that one 
so that you could hear people actually talking about it. So you could hear a, a uh, uh, like a class on how to call the line. And, uh, and then getting different folks. I would like to get a whole slew of stories, uh, people's uh, first, second, and third strikes recorded, so that uh, so you can go to the archives and you can say, you know what, I, I've got, uh, I'm an IIT, and I would like to, uh, I would like to give my story of the uh, the first strike of uh, the first meeting at Lexington, <clears throat> and I want to hear some how some other people did it. I want to hear how Sam D did it, or uh, I want to hear how OG does it, or or uh, how Paul up in Amarillo, I want to hear how he does the first strike. Uh, any of those, you know, whoever would like to do it, I'd like to uh, to record their first strike so that other people can listen to it and uh, even download it to their iPods and stuff like that so they can listen to it and then uh, and help them get into the rhythm of telling the story because this program, the Appleseed Project, if you can't tell the story, if you can't tell the story of the the history of April 19, 1775, uh, then you're always going to be just an IIT. Uh, you're never going to be an instructor because you cannot become an instructor without telling all three strikes of the story, without knowing your history of April 19, 1775, backwards and forwards. So this, I think, would be a good, a great benefit to a lot of the IITs because they may have heard the stories several times from people, but when you're listening to the story, a lot of times you don't have time to uh, to jot down notes or or anything like that, whereas if you record the story, you can play it over and over, and you can listen to it, and uh, you can figure out uh, how you would, how your own rhythm in telling the story would go. <clears throat> I think that's fantastic. Uh, it, it sure would have been a great help to me, and uh, I know there are a lot of folks out there that We'd like to hear how other people do their strikes. I've heard of some really fantastic presentations and by different people, and I'd like to hear their take on it. And because everyone has a different delivery and different things that they find most important in strikes, and it's interesting to hear them. I think oh, yeah. it would be great if we had an opportunity to, to download uh, a lot of people doing their strikes and, and uh, their dangerous old men and uh, even their lesson presentations. Uh, everybody has a different take, and the more you hear about it, uh, the more different ways you hear it done, the more ideas you can come up with for an effective presentation of your own. Exactly. You can have, uh, I wanted to get uh, not just the three strikes, but all the supplemental stories that we tell, uh, like the Dangerous Old Men or Isaac Hayes or, uh, or any of the supplemental stories uh, that we use to uh, to help uh, instruct the folks in the history of that day. Any of the uh, uh, any of the uh, the additional stories uh, that people tell, and there's quite a few of them. But uh, I think that we can get several uh, several folks to do it and uh, the the show can be any length so uh, the longest they'll allow is a two hour block but even in a two hour block you can easily get the first, second, third strike done 
and then uh, probably even toss in the uh, all the supplementals in uh, just uh, one two-hour block, uh, you know, from one person or from uh, or from several people. The one person telling the all three strikes at once might be uh, might be a little rough on them. <clears throat> how is your uh, how is your story, Hawk? As far as how's what? My, how's my story? No, I said Hawk. Oh, okay, Hawk. Hawk Haven. Yeah. How is your story? That's, I think I'm doing okay. I learned something. This, uh, like we tell everybody when they go out, you want to become a better shooter, become an IT. As a as an instructor, I become a better instructor by being around a lot of other instructors. So I think having the uh, That's you, Hawk? No, it's not me. Uh, so I, I think having other archived, because I hear about these other great instructors' presentations, and I'll gladly steal from the best of them. And I do most every time I hear another instructor give give their story, I always pick up something. Oh, yeah, and, definitely. Uh, um, that's, what, that's, that's one way I learn is... is uh, Someone else has noticed something, some little tidbit uh, that makes it more personal, more telling, and uh, pick it up and run with it. Yep, that's great. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. I just lost uh, some more of the some more of the switchboard switchboard for just a second. I, think, I guess everybody's still on. You know, Blog Talk Radio is a great. Uh, uh, a great resource, uh, but I think that they are. Uh, I think a lot of times they're running at full capacity. Uh, you know, like a lot of the programs are. I mean, uh, you know, it only takes uh, you know a couple of words from somebody on on Twitter or uh, you know on something else, and all of a sudden, uh, all of a sudden, you got uh, you know an additional hundred thousand people, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the servers have to handle that and. So, uh, the whole electronic information network, blog talk, radio, Twitter, Facebook, all of those things are uh, still to me are like only halfway uh, technical, and the other half they're kind of just like magical. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just have to, uh, I'm still working on them. Um, The uh, Appleseed Radio program is on Twitter. If you look on the show page, you can see up at the top there. Uh, that we do have a Twitter account, and uh, <clears throat> if you are also on Twitter, I encourage you to uh, uh, to link up with us to uh, to follow us, and of course we will be glad to follow you. And uh, we uh, we're trying to uh, get kind of a seamless uh, uh, as far as seamless as possible. If we're trying to uh, to network back and forth uh as much as we can uh to get our uh, to get the message out. Uh area code six zero seven. You're on the air? Hey Scout, it's B nine from New York. Hey Ed, how you doing? I was Good. hoping that you would call. Hey everybody, yeah. this is Ed in New York. He's a state coordinator from New York. Ed you know everybody here. Hawk from Indiana, yeah. Yeah. Pop from down here in Texas, and Sam D who's a the uh New Mexico 
uh, boss man. Right. Uh, welcome to the show, Ed. Yeah, thanks. I, I heard you wanting to hear about Mannheim, uh, PA, which, to tell you the truth, I haven't been down there myself. I don't know a whole lot about it. Um, actually, Mooney on the forum set that shoot up, and that's actually uh, a, a DAR where we got uh, every third weekend of the, every month at that, that location. That's a coup. Yeah, so I mean... It's, what, ha- uh, what happened to K-Dan? He was... Uh... I saw yeah. him in the chat room a while ago, and I was hoping that he was going to call in. Yeah, I called him on the cell phone. He was going to call in. I don't know if he's going to later on or what. He doesn't have much time left to go, but... Okay. So. All right. Well, give us a rundown on it. Uh, we've got this coming weekend. It's going to be Mannheim. Are you going to be there, Ed? Um, I'm actually going to be in Winslow, New Jersey, New Jersey's first Appleseed shoot. Um, so I'm driving to New Jersey instead of going down to PA. The first Appleseed in New Jersey? Yeah, Winslow, New Jersey. No kidding. I didn't realize it was their first one. You know, every uh, I've been reading off for the last uh, few months, uh, I've been reading or maybe just looking at the uh, New Jersey events, and uh, and I guess I just uh, automatically assumed that uh, it was a uh, it was a return event. Well, congratulations to the people of New Jersey because uh, Mike uh, P is the one that set this that one up. Who did? Mike P, the state coordinator in New Jersey. I okay. guess New Jersey, I've, I haven't been there in about 25 years. I guess it's, it's tough to do anything with rifles around there, but uh, Mike P pulled it off, and we're going to at least get that one there, and we'll have more after that. And I, it, last I looked, I think they had like 13, 16 people signed up, which isn't huge, but I mean, it's not bad for a first one. No, it's not bad for a first uh, event at a new location, especially in the summertime. Now, right. we're having uh, all across the the board in the summer. It's not unusual in the summer for us to have uh, lower-than-usual turnouts. But I've said it before, and I'll say it again, is that uh, I don't care what time of the year it is, if it's winter, summer, spring, fall, regardless, <clears throat> there is enough people in uh, any given location to completely overrun any of these apple seeds that we have. Uh, there are people who are sitting around in their house right now, right this second. There are millions and millions of people across the, uh, the United States who, in their mind, they're going, man, I wish that there was an organization that would teach you rifle marksmanship skills and at the same time that would provide you with a, uh, a living history of the nation, especially of April 1917-75, and that I could go to this event, and that uh, when I went to the event, I could shoot uh, a certain score, and that uh, they would actually ask me to become an instructor and help out. I'm not kidding you. It sounds like uh, I'm telling you a joke, and in a way I am, but the reality is there are a million people in the United States who are thinking that thought. Uh, they're Well, they're not thinking it right now. Well, but who would be exactly willing that thought, to do it? Kind of bizarre. But yeah. if they had a if they had a computer and Googled any one of them phrases all together, they would come up with Appleseed. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> they they are they are there. Okay, the people are there, and uh, and it just so happens that we have that organization that is willing to uh, help them out by doing just that by teaching them rifle marksmanship skills and uh, giving them a history lesson. Uh, 
of the Americans who stood together on April 19, 1775, who were willing to do whatever it took that day to secure their freedoms and liberties. <clears throat> we're just that organization that they're looking for. So the, the question is now is how do we get the two together? How do we how do we get the two together? And uh, and that is a question that is going to continually uh, be asked uh, until the end of Appleseed. Well, I, I think a lot of it is is right now in in certain areas, like up here, we're we're looking at uh, uh, a couple of people doing you know full bore what they can do instead of having many people doing at least something. Uh, you know, a lot of us still, uh, everybody here that I'm that I know has day jobs and stuff like that. So w- what we need to do is get more people doing. Some, I mean, they don't have to be the the biggest go getter in the world. Just something, and that's where a problem we're having up here is getting. Well, listen, I, and I've I've mentioned this before. All you guys know this because uh, each of you, each of you guys on the phone, is a great example of the folks in the program that are doing something. The folks in the program that are devoting, in many cases, a huge amount of their time. Ed, you do. Hawk, I know you do. Uh, Sam D, you always have. Pop, uh, you're always pushing the program. All you guys are always working hard and pushing the program. Now, we've got uh, several thousand members of the forum now. And if we had, if each of those members of the forum devoted only five minutes a week to uh, promotions, to getting the word out, we would double we would double turnouts at the events. Yeah. Just five minutes a week. That's all it takes is five minutes a week. Unfortunately, uh, very few are because they think, this is all the rest of the Americans, they think that someone else is doing the job that they are supposed to be doing. They think that someone else is doing it. Well, certainly Hawk's doing it. Uh, I'm, you know, I would do it, but I know Pop's doing it, right? Uh, I know that uh, the rest of the guys are, so uh, I'm not going to worry too much about it because somebody's doing it, right? Somebody locked the uh, somebody locked the front door. I know they did. They wouldn't leave the front door open uh, with us going on a trip. Somebody locked the front door, right? <clears throat> somebody fed the dogs, didn't they? Nobody would allow the dogs to go hungry. <clears throat> the thing is, is that everybody is not doing it because everybody thinks the other person is. Everybody is not defending safeguarding their freedoms and liberties because they think everybody else is. And uh, if we can get if we can get this into folks' minds that uh, many hands make the load light, then it would go a lot easier. Right. Uh, so I see RWVA Northeast. Nickel, is that you? Uh, if it is, why don't you call in so that... Uh, that's nickel, I think. Is it Brother Mark? RWVA, if you, uh, nickel, I mean, if you want to call in, give us a call. We'll put you on the line because we'd like to hear about uh, uh, the Northeast, too. Uh, if any of you guys, uh, Hawk, Pop, uh, Sam, Ed, if any of you have any, uh, uh, any ideas or any uh, suggestions about how we can... Uh, 
how we can get more information out, then uh, please jump in. Well, if uh, the state coordinators will go to their board and check, we have a post on there with a, a uh, about a page and a half of how to operate with the press, how to find radio and TV stations, newspapers, magazines, and uh, deal with them. And if any of them want to ask me anything personal, they're more than free to email me or PM me on the board. Uh, love to help them out. We've, we've done a couple and gotten good results with it. And I'd like to have more people try it. Yeah, and if uh, that would – what you bring up right there is, is – uh, you didn't really bring it up, but uh, you made me think of it – is uh, the mentoring. <laughs> if uh, – if everybody can make sure, if everybody who's uh, listening in tonight, or all the chat, everything else, if everybody can make sure that they are uh, that they are giving a nudge uh, once a week or so to uh, their guys and saying, "Hey, uh, if you can give me a hand with such and such, uh, please do," or remember to push the uh, Mannheim shoot, or you know, etc. Uh, a lot of times, people, uh, a lot of times, people get other things. Uh, they get involved in other things, and they. Uh, and they forget, you know. Uh, so mentoring is uh, one of the best things that we can do. <clears throat> I forget. I forget all the time. Periodical Fred will call me up and remind me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of times I actually go in the other way. I forget that I'm really supposed to be uh, uh, doing a job which uh, brings in some money so that I can... Uh, pay my electrical bills and feed my cows and everything else and uh, so sometimes that gets me into trouble but uh, there there is a long list of stuff that uh, you know that that doesn't get done unless you do it uh, you know I have uh, I have absolutely hundreds and hundreds of emails every week uh, to answer questions to answer and uh, uh, folks to talk to and uh, continuously uh, bugging other organizations, you know, about uh, working with the Appleseed program. And uh, and sometimes I get a bit discouraged because, uh, you know, it doesn't move as fast as I would like it to. But then again, uh, we're not going as slow as you would think either. Uh, if you think just a couple of years ago we were uh, – we're just absolutely amazed. We're breaking our arms, patting ourselves on the back because we had 50 shoots in uh, one year. <laughs> well, think about it. When was it? Uh, October, November, where you were all in Louisville and you were talking about the idea of, of the radio show? Would you yeah. believe, what, eight months later you'd be in the top ten nationwide? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that uh, – like I said, uh, we've rarely done uh, – actually, actually really great uh, with the radio show out of uh, – uh, out of 500 radio programs, we're now number two uh, in all of the uh, uh, conservative political uh, radio shows. Where, if you look at uh, most popular, you'll find us right there in the number two position. Uh, we're uh, running right at 19,000 uh, listeners uh, for the year, and uh, and we're continuing to grow. So we're not doing too bad in that way. I just wish that. Uh, uh, and like I said, you know, we're getting we're getting the word out, and it's growing. It's actually growing 
uh, at a rate uh, uh, at a rate that we can handle, but it's not growing at a fast enough rate for us to handle what's coming down the pike because uh, we just got through having, uh, uh, let's see, what was it, 52 apple seeds on one day? Right. Well, next year we're going to need to have uh, quite a few more than that. And uh, uh, we're going to have to go from uh, having 50 apple seeds in one year across the nation to uh, this coming uh, year. Texas alone is going to have uh, well over uh, uh, or close to 100 apple seeds. So uh, the the whole thing is getting big fast. Uh, and if you move along to a couple of uh, uh, a couple of years down the road, when we have uh, 1,000 apple seeds on April 19th, then uh, then that's going to be a pretty big event. <laughs> But that's we'll have it. Ideas. Yeah. Hey, guys, I'm going to sign off now. I'll talk to you guys later. Who's this? That was Ed leaving. Ed? Hawk Haven leaving. Or Hawk, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, we are growing, and we are growing pretty big. And people forget uh, that... that we we've come a long way just in one year and we're going to get even bigger and bigger and we need to keep up our promotion efforts and we need to be supportive to each other and each other's promotion efforts and uh, if we get out there and work that we'll keep growing we'll have a thousand shoots in a year we'll have a thousand shoots on an april 19th i'm looking forward to that keep working that's going to be one confusing day, I'll tell you what. Nickel, welcome to the show. Is this Nickel? Area code 802. 802-399. Are you there? They may not have pushed their one button. Well, they're on the air, so whenever they get ready to, they'll, we'll be here with them. <clears throat> uh, okay, so uh, of the guys here listening, Sam, uh, are you going to uh, are you going to volunteer to be one of the first ones to uh, to give your uh, strike story? Sure. All right. Well, I'll get in touch with you, and we'll set that up. I. Uh, I got what's that? Nickel? You there? Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. We were wondering where you were. Welcome to the show. Good to uh good to hear from you. Yeah, listen, login problems with log log doc radio, but that's that's more of a computer issue up here. Lines are spotty sometimes. Well, like I was saying earlier, the uh it seems like that the uh, that the servers and stuff, I'm sure at the times they get uh, overused at uh, Blog Talk because there's, there are times before when everything is just shut down, and I know it's because of the high number of people uh, that are tuning in, not 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 to this show, of course, but to, uh, you know, there, there are thousands of radio shows being done uh, all across Blog Talk Radio. And I know that uh, 
uh, and thank goodness for it because uh, it's a great way to get information out. And uh, uh, I advise you guys not to listen just to this show, but uh, find some other shows at uh, at Blog Talk that are putting out information uh, about events in America and uh, and listen to them also. So let us know what's going on there in uh, the Northeast there, Nickel. Well, we got, as you guys had listened to you earlier, we've got Proctor coming up this weekend. This summer we've been running Proctor one weekend, Bennington another in Vermont. When putting Jericho and Middlebury in as we can fit them. Uh, working on a couple more ranges. Uh, New York's taking off in a big way. Uh, we're running monthly events in New York now. And, and last year we ran three, I think, if that. We ran... Right. Um, yeah, we ran Van Etten, Throop, and New Bremen last year. The year before that, we ran just Van Etten. And then this year, we're running an event a month, and one or two events a month. I was going to say, it, it doesn't. There's not, there's not a uh, over a three week period where there's not an event in New York. Not for the next uh, two months. Yeah, that's right. And we got very small staff in New York. We've only got two, three Red Hat instructors now. And we're actually pulling coverage. I go over there a lot because I live real close to the state line. Like New Bremen, I'm one of the closest instructors, ironically. Um, and I'm in New York. It's over Watertown. And, uh, yeah, things are growing. And, of course, uh, pitch out there to anybody wants to do something for the country to help things out. Get to an apple seed and learn how to shoot and get to another apple seed. Get that rifleman's cord and step up to the plate and become an instructor. Uh, we need tons of instructors. We need well, tough, tough pitch, but got to be done, I guess. Right. We're always going to need instructors. And you guys out there, uh, this is a chance for you to give something back to your country, to give something back to those who will come after you, and that is by learning the history uh, and teaching it to others, teaching other folks to shoot, and not just to shoot but teaching other folks about America, about the stuff they don't teach in schools anymore, the history that they decided it's not important anymore. Well, it is important. Without knowing your history, then you don't know what uh, the future has to offer you. You don't know how to deal with the future. And uh, we need these guys, we need you guys to become a part of the program, to help out, to give back to your country. And uh, I was really happy to see all the New York apple seeds uh, listed because I can guarantee you that uh, you know, just out of a, uh, uh, a prospect of the the odds, uh, is that uh, we're going to get some more help for Ed. We're going to get some more help uh, uh, for the uh, folks in Pennsylvania, and uh, we're going to get some more help uh, for you, uh, Nickel. And I know you've already got a lot of great instructors there in the Northeast. But uh, one of the good things about the Northeast is that. Uh, the states are small and close together, and uh, so that what that means is that uh, it's not that hard <clears throat> for an instructor to uh, jump right across the border and go to another uh, uh, event because it's you know it's not that long of a drive. Here in Texas, <clears throat> I'm in the center of the state. For me to get out of the state, it's an eight-hour minimum drive, uh, no matter which way direction I go. I like to- eight hours. Uh, up in the Northeast, we could could very easily take you across uh, two states or three states. Yeah. Before I can get to the other end of New York, I can be on the far end. Can I two states away? <laughs> New Jersey, in the time it takes me to get to Buffalo. Uh, 
Vermont's kind of a funny state. New Hampshire's coming up good, too. Vermont's the 49th state by population and country. And right now, for apple seed instructors of all levels, from the basic IIT to master and people, I think at every level except base IIT and IIT 1 in this state. And we've got, across the board, we've probably got the most instructors per capita. So when anybody you ever think, I'm out in the sticks and I live in a small place and I'm just one person, not much I can do, well, that should tell you that you can be small and you can make a big impact. Uh, it's, it's, That's right, and uh, and like I said, I'm looking forward to uh, to getting some more help, some getting some more instructors, getting some more folks to help promote the program there in New York for Ed. And uh, let's see, Ed, you'll be at the uh, what shoot are you going to be at this weekend? You still there, Ed? I don't know which one he's got coming. He's got one this weekend. I'm trying to think where it is. He told me earlier. I know it's not the Mannheim. KDN's doing that one, and uh, he said he couldn't go to that one because he was going to another one. And uh, I don't know how many he'll be going to, but and I'll be trying to get. Uh, I've got to go to the doctor again on Monday, and once he clears me, uh, uh, you know, make sure that all the that the bones are still in place and everything and okay's me. Then I'm going to head on up. Uh, to the Northeast, also. Now, hopefully, I'll be seeing you at uh, at one of the events. I'm looking at. Uh, let's see, not. Uh, let's see, Jericho is eight nine. Eight and ninth. Okay, well, I might be able to make that one. You ought to try to. You you've been there. You know how it is. Yeah. If I'm yeah. It was absolutely gorgeous. I love it. I gave it a big plug uh, while I was there. Well, I mean, while I uh, at the beginning of the show because it is a great location. A uh, good chance to shoot to full distance, shoot a full distance AQT while you're there, and uh, it's got a pit with uh, with uh, targets and stuff, and uh, a range, uh, a 600 meter range, so a good chance for the the full distance. And and we didn't shoot six get to shoot 600 last year. We we were running slow on volume and, and because of the weather and everything. But this year we're we're working a little harder. We're going to get everybody out 600. We've we worked out how to get the full distance stuff done faster and uh, with less lost time. And we're planning on getting everybody to get a chance out 600 yards like we did the first time we went there. Um, well, we had a uh, we had a great uh, event at Jericho last year. And, uh, no, we didn't shoot at 600, but we did shoot a, a full distance AQT in the pouring rain. And uh, for me, that was great. I really enjoyed that. <clears throat> I am one loaned out, and I, I swear it took me about three days to get the rust off it after. And the guy took good care of it. He's Canadian. And then anybody's listening up in Canada, especially in the Montreal area, uh, you come on down, New Bremen and Jericho are the two closest events for you. Uh, don't be bashful. If you can't have a hard time getting a firearm across there, go to the app seat for him. You'll figure out where my email address is. You see the flyer, rwb underscore northeast at yahoo.com. And I could probably loan you a center fire if you need to, to come down if you're Canadian. Loan you 22 as well. Well, we had a, a couple of Canadians uh, last year at Jericho, and uh, wow, those guys were uh, <laughs> they, they were right out of uh, they were right out of a book of Canadian characters. I tell you, uh, uh, the great shooters and uh, great guys. They were just uh, like I said, they were a couple of characters. 
uh, it'd be nice to see them again. <clears throat> and uh, we had a really good crew at Jericho last year. A lot of uh, uh, IITs uh, who are going to be Red Hats now this year, and a lot of uh, uh, folks, a lot of uh, attendees. Uh, it was just a great event, a great location, a great event, and I look forward to it again this year. The trip there was great, too, because uh, I left early, and uh, I got to go to uh, the Ariskany Battlefield, and I uh, spent several hours at Ariskany, and uh, and then I stopped at uh, the the drive from Auburn to uh, Proctor took me uh, close to uh, a lot of the battlefields. The only thing that I missed was uh, I got to Saratoga too late to uh, uh, to take to take the tour there. They had already closed up. Yeah. Now we're going to do apple seed in Saratoga. I think in September. Wow, that'll be a great one. Yeah, I ended up at the ferry, I think, right at dark, and uh, so that uh, uh, so I had to backtrack to get out of there because the ferry stopped. Also, uh, well, I, I missed the last ferry. ferry. Yeah, <laughs> so I had to backtrack out of there too, uh, but it was great. <clears throat> the Champlain Bridge, if you're going by in daytime, anyways. Because the Champlain Bridge goes right at the Crown Point, and the old fort of Crown Point from the French and Indian Wars, or also known as the Seven Year War, whatever you want to call it, um, back before the Revolutionary War, is right there, and you can see it from the bridge. You come down, you drive right by uh, Crown Point Fort. Well, that would probably even be, uh, you know, I would like to, I was talking to the folks earlier tonight about the program, and uh, what I think we're going to do is open up another night. Uh, for the radio program to be used for uh, shooting skills, shooting techniques, calling the line, uh, clearing the line, uh, telling the uh, stories of different strikes, uh, have another evening where we're doing that. And uh, I would love to see at some point in the future a uh, another night opened up for history so that uh, each night we had a, uh, you know, a a – yeah, each once each week we had a a different battle, a different Revolutionary War battle that uh, somebody uh, would handle and cover and discuss. We we need to get some of our Northeast people on that, and and the Southeast people. But there's a wealth of info on the whole revolution up here, not just 419, but uh, right after the Battle of Thai, when um, Ethan Allen and Benedict Arnold went in and took over Fort Thai and never fired a shot. Uh, the only thing they did is a British sentry's musket misfired because powder was wet, and he's now smacked him with the flat side of his sword and knocked him down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We went by uh, uh, every year. You know, when we go up, we go we go by the different places. I went to uh, uh, Calpins last year, uh, Calpins, Ariskany, and then after uh, after we left on the way home, we went uh, to Lexington. Went to Lexington, then we went to the uh, North Bridge in Concord, and then uh, then we walked along Battle Road and uh, went back to Boston. And uh, the kids enjoyed that. Uh, they enjoyed hearing about uh, the history, American history. And now all of my daughters uh, are reading uh, continuously about the uh, American Revolution, about the history of our nation. And uh, I'm really proud of that, and really uh, and really glad to know 
that they are going to carry on uh, the history in their hearts and continue. And the fact that they're going to know about our history, which is going to help them in their lives in the future. Yeah. Uh, this spring, Fred and myself, Bridgewater and Anders, uh, went on and Carol went on. Uh, I wish she'd lose guys on the forum. Uh, we went to visit Lexington Battlefields on the 20th. No, on the 19th in the morning. And we were there. We were at Lexington Green at sunrise, and then we drove out to Concord, and they had some stuff going on there. And the funny thing, it was 419 of Green on Lexington. They didn't have anything going on. They did it the day before or two days before or the day after or something. Concord right. had Northbridge. As, as, as you've got to, for anybody who's listening, at the pilgrimage, you've got to make to understand it. You, I had my mind's eye something totally different. It was far bigger than it was at Northbridge, and it just blew my mind. When I looked at it, of course, down there the hills are a lot smaller than the hills up where I'm at too. But right. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the actual size of the North Bridge. Yeah, the, the size of the, the size the bridge the size of the bridge was what I was thinking it was. It's the size of the land towards Barrett's farm from it, north of it. Oh, uh huh. It was. It swept right around a corner, and you could see that's all preserved. You could see Barrett's farm right there. It's not very far. Not near as far as you think it is. You think it's a couple of miles. It's not. Uh, it's just something you've got to go to see, and you just go, wow. And they have reenactors there doing that, and somewhat. We had pictures. I think some of them are up on the website, on the Appleseed Info website. Not. I'm going to have to get off my butt, and make sure I post some of the history here. So. Yeah, I. Uh, what I thought was uh, was kind of funny was uh, listening to the the guides, the park guides, tell the story. Of uh, of the battle there at Concord at the North Bridge, and uh, I had to bite my tongue to keep from correcting them because uh, you know, they tell they have a different story than uh, than what history uh, provides. And sure, certainly there's a lot of different viewpoints on what happened, but uh, they uh, you know, and of course now I asked the lady afterwards, and she said, "Well, this is really my uh, you know the first time I've ever you know uh, given the story." But uh, they, uh, the way that they talk about it was that uh, whenever the, uh, the British regulars were coming back from Barrett's Farm, that the colonials there, the, uh, the militia at the North Bridge, were so confused uh, and that most of them had already left and the others that were there were so confused that the British just walked through them uh, back to Concord and uh, we certainly know from historical records that that's not what happened, and uh, <clears throat> and uh, I was uh, I actually uh, gave my version of it to, to the people who are still sitting there <laughs> after she did. Fred did correct them. A guy there before the year before. Uh, no, he wasn't there the year before. He two years before he corrected a guy. There went up there some other time. He corrected a guy, and. We know that the colonials, to talk about it briefly, we know that colonials weren't confused because the colonials were the veterans, and the British soldiers were mostly green troops, except for some of a few of the senior officers. But the, the British troops were green, and it's their first taste of combat. On these colonials, all of their leadership and most of their militia had served just a few years before in the French and Indian War. And there was, uh, I think you'll find that 
uh, Captain Parker, they say, was uh, one of Roger's Rangers. Uh, that's pretty tall stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, listen, guys, we've come to the end of the show. I want to thank everybody uh, who called in. Nickel, thank you for calling in. Uh, also to uh, Ed and Sam. Sam, are you still there? Oh, yes. Sam, thanks for calling in, as you always do, and for helping out with the show. Uh, you're another one of those, uh, another one of those rocks uh, of the program. Uh, I appreciate uh, your help every week on this, uh, not just on the show, but on everything that you do for the program. You're a, an absolute rock in the program, and uh, and God bless you for that. <clears throat> I want to thank all the guys in the chat room. Uh, for always coming, listening to the show, helping out, uh, pointing people in the right direction, and uh, and helping out with all the people that come in, sharing their information, and for all the work they do outside of the show, uh, because the guys that uh, the guys that show up, like in the chat room, and they listen to the show, are, are the guys that are working day in day out, the uh, uh, the apple seed, uh, living the life of the rifleman. Uh, we all know that the real work of an apple seed occurs. Uh, it starts the uh, Sunday night after the apple seed event ends, and it runs until uh, Saturday morning when the next event starts. That's when the real apple seed work is done. The uh, weekends, the Saturday and Sunday of the shoots, are just the cream. It's the icing on the cake. The uh, the real work is done in between the events. And uh, you guys are the guys that do the real work in between the events. And uh, I want to thank you for that. <clears throat> so thank you to all that are listening. Thank you to the folks uh, that are helping us day in, day out. God bless each and every one of you. And uh, we will see you again on Tuesday, this next Tuesday. And uh, we will get the dates uh, for the uh, shooting section, we'll figure out the date for it and get it set up. And uh, we'll start recording that probably this week. We'll probably start uh, getting that recorded, or at least get the dates worked out for it, <coughs> and uh, have another night on the radio here going. Mark Alonzo is helping me out. He, uh, I've got him uh, uh, schooled in how to uh, run the program, run the show. Uh, if something happens and I can't run it, then he'll be glad to... Uh, to do it, and I'd like to get a couple of more. Maybe Sam, uh, if you wouldn't mind doing that, uh, I could get you uh, schooled and uh, and listed as a uh, another host for the uh, for the show. Well, I'm so a long way from Davila. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can you can do it just by phone. So that's the good thing about it. All right, everybody, thanks again, and we will see you. Uh, we'll see you this next Tuesday.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.